What up? What up? She's back in black. Twins. Twinsies. <laughs> Juwan, are you watching the sports ball? Absolutely not. No, I'm not watching the sports ball. No, we don't know. You haven't said anything yet. The sports ball is on? Yep. Well, it's about to come on. Yeah, it, it's it's like starting. They're warming up and shit. Oh, okay. okay. Who you got tonight, Juwan? Don't help him, Jamel. I won't. I don't know which one of these colored teams are playing. Exactly. That was the test. Mm -hmm. But I do want to tell you, these colored boys need to stay in their place. Because if you down here in the SEC, we ain't going to pay you. We ain't gonna pay. Oh, we gonna make man. sure you fed. We gonna make sure you fed. We gonna make sure you get your studies on. I don't care what the NCAA Negroes is doing over Nick there. Been cheating for the past twenty years, nigga. <laughs> and now he mad that somebody can legally get money, and he lost. That nigga just is in, got his panties in a in a, a twirl. He'll be all right. But we make champions now. Yeah, but cheating. Mm. Make That's champions out here. No. So who mad. do you have, uh, Devin? The red ones or the green ones? We're not even going to tell them which team it is. Red or green? Uh, red or I, green? I hate both of these teams, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they are. The red ones are kind of close to you. I'm yeah. dropping some hints, Juwan. You should be picking these up. Well, it's not Pro Bowl. So yeah, it, it, yes, it, yes, is. it is. Oh, the Bulls the national. The Bulls You're are the close. Stuff. You're close. Halfway. Okay. So it's the Celtics. Yes. Okay. <sighs> let me give you let me let me help you. Let me help you. So where is Devin from? Jacksonville. What state? Florida. Miami Heat. Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's okay, the reason why go. he doesn't like the Heat because that's another part of Florida. And he's a you're a magic you're a magic fan, right? A thousand percent. We got the yeah. first pick. We let off last show about that. We out here. Should name a team and see if Juwan can name the league that they're in. Oh, I would not. I would not know. I would definitely would not know that. Oh man, basketball. Is, it's just that basketball is not really. Is so you do you know all the basketball teams? I mean, I can name them. I can if name. I, them. If I told you the the name of them, could you say the city? Maybe. Try. It. I'll do an easy one. The Knicks. New York. Okay. The Rockets. Houston. Excellent. The Timberwolves. Oh. Would you uh, like a hint? Yes. What hint would you give him? Um, Are they from the mountains? I, I, okay, so. No. I don't know, I don't know what well, cartoons you grew up with, but do you remember one um, where a certain mom said, Bobby, don't channel? Do you remember where uh, they're from? Is that Bobby's World? Um... That's King of the Hill, right? No. No. That's not King of the Hill? Because those would be Texas, no. Okay. I, I, I don't Minnesota. Are you know Bobby's World? Minnesota. Is that Bobby's yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, I, okay, I think it's one of those one of those um mountain areas or something. What okay. what cartoon was that? Was that was that Bobby's World? I, I think you're right. Okay, I'm just right. making sure. Uh, I just could you do the that. Kings? Wait a minute. Is it saying something? S starts with S. It starts with an S. Sacramento. Yeah, there you go. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. Ooh, I'm sounding like I'm talking to my toddlers. The Pelicans. Mm. Now that's a trick question, Devin. I mean, kind of. 
Damn, I just saw, I just heard about it the other day or something. Um, yeah, when they we talked about it last week. No, I don't. I, I New Orleans. Well, Zion, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Zion Wilmington, fat ass plays for them. <laughs> Does Ray Felton still play? No, I mean that nigga ate too many cheeseburgers. I know. How old is Yo, he? Yo, so let me tell I don't I think he he's kind of young, but like it was so funny because when um um like a couple of years ago I was watching the game with uh with Trey and a couple of his boys. And you know, uh I think he was playing for the Celtics at the time or something like that. And obviously Ray Felton is a little overweight. Um a little. And you know, whatever. And oh, yeah, I might have been under the Yeah, okay. Well, he's a little older than me then. Um and uh, I was just, I, I, you know, I'm a casual watcher. I didn't know who he was and especially didn't know him because he played for the Celtics. And I was under the influence of possibly some sort of bourbon or wine. Mm, and, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, I was Last just play like, 2018, by the way. Okay. Yeah, then that makes sense. Because I was just like, who is this fat ass nigga? Mm. And like Trey and his friends literally fell out of like their, where they were sitting laughing at me and also him. There because are they some knew fat exactly niggas that have played basketball. He's one of Do you them. know who I always thought was fat but is not? James Harden. No, he is fat. He's definitely fat I mean, now. Is he? I just feel like he just had high booty. Nah, he's fat now. That nigga don't give a fuck. All he does is eat chicken wings and go to strip clubs. Where is he? He's in. That's a good question. Where? Nope. He's because he changes like every damn. He changes like every damn season. He's in Philadelphia now. I knew it. The Philadelphia team, Juwan. Um. Their numbers. Well, that gives it away. Seventy Sixers. Yeah, I'm going to say they're having numbers. Um. Oh shit! I was thinking about Forty Niners. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about my bad. Damn. That's it. I know the sports. I know the Sparks. All right, the y'all Sparks. Ready? Where are the Sparks the, at? The Sparks is a women's team. It is. That is that's WNBA. Yes. Uh, Devin, are you a fan of Candace Parker? Thousand percent. Is that a tree that you would like to? Uh, a thousand percent climb that. Uh, she's beautiful. She, she is. Isn't is she gay beautiful. now? Yeah, she's wife. Yeah, I was about to say she's gay now. She was. Yeah. Uh, that hurt my feelings. Well, I mean, you know what? Like her husband was so ugly that honestly, like, and I'm assuming that she's <laughs> it makes always, sense now. I'm, I'm assuming that she's always been like probably bisexual. So um, like she was probably like, you know what? No. <laughs> let me just go all the way in. Yeah, let me just go all in because no. So. I mean, I don't know if she's bi or gay. You know, it's really, I mean, but either way, her husband was oogly. Lord have mercy. Yeah, she is fine. But yes, you know, we Do you are, know who her uh, brother is? Oh, you're a basketball player. I do not know who her brother is. Played with not. LeBron in uh, Cleveland, Anthony Parker. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would not have known him. I, mm-hmm. I would not have gotten that name. But yes, uh, Juwan, we're ready to start. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Tell him Paul, it's not Atlanta. Like on you, it's not Atlanta.
Nope. Clay Cole, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Decatur, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Gwinnett, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Roswell, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Forward Park, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Lynnburn, it's not Atlanta. Nope. Look, the North, it's not Atlanta. Nah. The South, it's not Atlanta. Nah. You niggas, it's not Atlanta. Nah. You bitches, it's not Atlanta. Welcome nah. to the Edited Atlanta. Out Podcast, where we always leave it in. I am your host, Juwan, and with me as usual are my two co-hosts starting with ladies first how are you doing jamil man it has been a day <laughs> but it has been a pretty good day like you have you have kids juan so you'll mm. understand this they're not bad but mm. you're just tired oh yes you know what i, I mean like they they weren't bad at all today they were great mm. but lord have mercy i'm tired I feel you on that. If I have to read one more Winnie the Pooh book, <laughs> I might cry. Okay, mm. I'm just tired. But 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 like they ask me like fifteen thousand times, but they always say, "May we read Winnie the Pooh, please?" So I'm just like, "Look, okay, I, I got to now." Because mm. so, they be using their manners, and I'm just like, fine, let's read it." <laughs> well, that's fat. That, that's fantastic. I'm glad they weren't bad, but you know, mama's yeah, no, knee rest. I, I'm doing. I am doing great. Oh, we gonna talk about mama's knee rest. Oh, we are mm. going to get into that. But yes, let's. Yes, I'm right. doing. And of course, young Devin is here. How are you doing, sir? I'm glad you asked. I didn't think you'd ask me. I am doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Glad to, uh, you know, commune with you wonderful black people, but not to talk about this episode. So uh, <laughs> let's get it started, though. All right. All right. Well, I'm fine, too. I was not. I I was totally Come not down in that party. Right. This nigga out yeah. here throwing like whole ass pool parties with Drake. Yo, whose auntie was in the tub? In the pool. I'll say the pool or in the tub. But whose <laughs> aunties were in the pool? Because she had some cakes. Uh, <laughs> some friends of me and uh, Selena. Mm-hmm. That pool. looked like so much fun. I mm-hmm. oh, oh my god. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was just a whole bunch of running around shopping, a whole bunch of cooking. I was like oh, totally yeah. exhausted. So when Jamil said, like, hey, it's about to storm, I was like, oh, okay, I can't even do it. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <excuse>. <laughs> I can't even do it. Yo. I, my no. power did not go out, and actually it's supposed to storm again tonight. If you want yeah, to take another storm here too, but I think we'll I think Y'all we'll are probably, um, probably getting your weather or you getting ours, I'm not sure, but what well, moves west, so we're probably going to get yours. So, yeah. yeah, something like that. I can't believe y'all weren't excited to talk about this wonderful episode. Oh, we're going to get into uh, it. We might as well go ahead and get uh, into it because uh, I don't know if we have... We, are we here for anything else? We are well, we're, about not here with these damn blow, we're not here for these damn blowout games, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All of them are blowouts. All of them. Jesus Christ. It's annoying at this point. But the Thor trailer does drop during this game. It does? It, Yes. Well, they already have oh, a, listener. a Now, this yeah, is, a, this is the real trailer you, tonight. Listeners, if you hear Devin, me and Devin go quiet. Uh, Ooh, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be quiet most of this podcast, if we're being honest. No, I need but, you to interact. You contract for the obligated for this. I mean, I'm going to be here. <laughs> when we talk about Eric Northman, he I'll be He stays saying contractually <laughs> obligated, like we have signed shit, but you right. know what's okay? I'm going to let you rock. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm working on I'm it. Gonna let you, I mean, I'm going to say, land. unless we have some more sponsors, <laughs> I will absolutely on. let you land. <laughs> Taxi. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so um, but we are here for the season three finale of FX. There is a God. There is a God. Episode. Season. Is not Atlanta. I'm sorry. (laughs) Season three, episode ten, Teha. Um, it's not Atlanta. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, get it out. Written by uh, Stephanie Robinson, who is also an executive producer on the show and directed by Donald Glover. So let's go ahead and get the hater out of the way. Devin, what did you think of this episode? It was terrible, except for Eric Northman. <laughs> Everything else I didn't care about. So just so you didn't try to give it at least one chance to understand. I watched it. <laughs> Okay. They ate, okay. A, they ate a hand, bro. I hate this show. <laughs> it's oh yeah, I understand. It's okay not it's okay not to like things. And I'll actually give you a little background about that hand, at least what it's based off of. Jamil might already know. Um and Jamil, what did you no. <laughs> Jamil, what'd you think of this episode? I hated it. Hated it. Oh man. I did not like it until like probably the very last scene. Um, I can feel that. I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I, however, comma, am also with Devin and look, Eric Northman is the greatest. Okay. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. He is the absolute greatest. I would absolutely have a no sex sexy party with him because that <laughs> seems like a lot of fun. Like, oh my god! Like yo, like he's just a cool guy. Like him doing a show like this, bro. I love him. He's I got some. Yeah, I got some interesting facts uh, about about that that I'll put put in at the end of um, our conversation. Yeah, no, I have a. You know what the best thing about this show is? My homeboy was watching it, or he wasn't watching it, but I was watching it because apparently I'm contractually obligated to watch this show. And I was like, thank God I'm done with this. He he was like, what were you watching? I was like, Atlanta. He was like, that was Atlanta. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Didn't even know it was the show, and he likes the show. Mm. Mm. But see, this show has always been like like trash. Well, I, it's weird. not trash. It's always oh, okay. it's always been you know weird and irreverent. But um yeah. But then, here's my thing. Okay, mm. when I first Stockholm Syndrome. You get to it. When I first watched it, I hated it as well. Hated it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I the, as soon as it went off, um. I actually like I didn't even know about the post credit scene, so I was about to turn it there off. There was a post credit scene. I did not. Are you seriously did not know that? I was so quick oh, to turn shit. this shit off. If there was, I missed it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I, it's it's not much, so I go ahead. I will get. I will let you know what it is. But yeah, there was a post credit scene because I was because yeah, they Marvel Avengers. What the fuck is going on? Cause, yeah, because when um the Splash Waterfall song went off, I was like, I was like, what the fuck was that? But because I have to watch these episodes multiple times in order to build a narrative. I ended up stockholding myself into liking this episode. <laughs> Look, listeners, I want to I want to get out of PSA right now. The next show we cover, it's going to be a good show. So just bear with us through this. Next is I don't know when we start the uh, other show. Nick, well, you got nine days. Nine days. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen of of, of the listenerhood. I don't know what listenership, listenerhood. How do we do this? I don't I know. Anyway, listeners. yeah, yeah. It will be a good show instead of this shit. I mean, no, I, I'm not even gonna go that far. I do love I Atlanta. I love the show, but I did, I do, but I don't. I just like the shark. 
has been jumped. Mm. Okay, like they, I, I, you know what I mean. Like I don't like to say that. Well, not necessarily that. I don't like to um just shit on something because they didn't end it the way I wanted them to end it. But I just, I don't know. This one, it just, I think it just went too far with the weirdness. Like they were just trying to be weird for weirdness sake. Kind of like, how do I say this? They were insisting upon themselves at this point. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I can. I feel what you're saying. I feel, oh, I get it. I get that joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, but. Um, I don't, but I'm just going to say yes. Sure. You were here. Did later. you ever watch Family Guy? Not regularly, no. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, have you ever heard me talk about the world's worst director, Quentin Tarantino? No, because he made my favorite movie of all time. Or and, the uh, world's worst movie, Pulp Fiction. I have heard you say that. I have never seen Pulp Fiction. Don't. You you live a blessed life, okay? Mm-hmm. I know there's a there's a, a burger scene. I do know that. That, people that burger scene, that, that one, like the very beginning of the movie is probably like the only part worth watching. Everything else is trash. Hmm. Let's save for Patreon. Which I gotta We're gonna do Quentin Tarantino movies? <laughs> which is now we do a Django movie, nigga, I will lead the fuck if out we of that do, podcast. If we, and I will not be, well, if we do a Django, Yes, you I'm are. You are contractually obligated. And I will sit there and just shit the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. On Django? The entire episode. You, look, Jamel, you're a perfect woman. But you bite your tongue. Oh my gosh. Django is the best movie of all time. They ain't never seen a nigga on no horse they, before. Why? Because <laughs> they uh they keep killing white folks. I mean, you said it, I didn't. I mean, but I'm yes. No, we'll 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 save it. But yeah, here's the thing. Donald Glover is the guy that we know that we shouldn't we have good reason not to fuck with him we know we shouldn't be fucking with him at all he doesn't care about what we want he doesn't care about what we need he doesn't ask us any questions he doesn't give us any information he just comes over and we just let us let him fuck us he just and puts his dick on the table and that's it because like, like, they're just like they know <laughs> they know we're gonna because he knows we're gonna watch it because the shit is so crazy but poignant like mm-hmm. There will always be a message within his um, episodes, no matter how fucking crazy they are. There was a huge message in this episode, and I'm going to get to it. Hopefully, I don't, like, start crying, but I will absolutely be getting to it at the very end of the episode, because I completely... Or fall asleep. I would like you... Yeah, I would love you to elaborate on as as much as you can when we get to that point. So, um, yeah, but again, I... Hated it at first, but ended up liking, you know, what the message was at the end. The same as Jamel. So, um, but let's go ahead and get into the. Synopsis. I do have a question though. Go ahead. Before it is about the topic or about the show. Mm-hmm. So, if you have to continually watch something to say that I don't hate it, is it good? I think what it was is as a okay. Actually, this is what I wanted to say. What it was in the context of everything that came before it. It would I it wasn't good it wasn't good at all, but as a episode of of um of television I thought it was good I thought it still had a lot of things to say, and that's what I that's what I uh, enjoyed about it. But one other thing where I kind of like left on it left on it was if these when you have if these dudes Darius 
uh, Paperboy and Earn can have, you know, 30 minutes of weird shit, you know, happening around them, and then five minutes of real, of, um, of heavy shit, of real shit, then Van deserves to have it too. And yes. I think that's what it, yes. I, like she can have her weird shit and then have her real shit at the end. It doesn't have to have, it doesn't have to be hit, hit, hit you with a message, you know, yeah. in the yeah. first 30 minutes. Also, this is her Teddy Perkins episode. Right. Exactly. That's a good comparison. Uh, this is her Teddy Perkins. But also, I felt like this may help. And y'all may agree with this or not, but I felt like this would have played better if it actually happened earlier like let's say for example you have white fashion and you can still as episode six but you can still have trinity to the bone as episode seven but you make this episode eight and then mm-hmm. new jazz episode nine and rich wigger poor wigger as a season fin- as a uh, season finale i think it would have played much better in context i'm agree i agree with that i agree yeah. with that yes and, and i think a Originally, that's what they were going to do. They were going to do something like this. At least I know that Rich Wigger, Poor Wigger was supposed to be the season finale, but they switched. That would have played a lot better. Yeah, so uh, it, a lot of it just felt kind of like unearned with Van. And I think that was more so two reasons. We You got Van in Amsterdam uh, showing up in Europe for whatever reason. We don't know why she's there. Of course, she's there because... She is contractually obligated to be there because she's on the show. So we got to have her in the in the atmosphere of these guys. But you don't. But also you have her missing for large chunks of episodes. And everybody's wondering. And she's doing all this crazy shit. And we're like, what's going on with Van? What's going on with Van? On top of the fact that Donald Glover gave this interview that said this season was about Van. But we don't see her. And I don't think what they gave us was enough for the audience, mm-hmm. because I have seen a lot of rumblings like y'all are not you know, minorities in this saying that you all hated hated this episode. That's been the running theme on, online. But, you know, episodes are really like if I like finales are really hard to do. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty they're pretty hard to do. So, I mean, I didn't expect really much different. I don't know. Um, Whatever. We can get on into it. OK, so um, we open in Paris where we see Candace, played by Adrian Ray, who we haven't seen since the controversial season two episode, Champagne Poppy. Hey, y'all. So tonight I'm wearing my new Jasmine Brandy lip plump. And y'all can use a discount code to get it so you can be swankling like your girl here. And what better way to bust it out than a night with my girls? It's my girl Van. Say hi, man. That's Van. She cute or whatever, and I need a new Netflix password, so hook a girl up. <laughs> All right, bye. No free pictures. Anyway, y'all, stay tuned, because tonight the stars are going to be out. Is that Rip Rat? Is that who that is? Is that the light-skinned girl? Yes. Yeah. Did you Do you need 30 seconds, Kevin? She, she is Nigga, I was, I was arguing today about how fine this woman was. Good Lord, she's bad. Yes. I need to look her up. My, I don't know why. Go ahead. My husband, my husband was just like, oh my God. <laughs> right? She's gorgeous. Because I mean, like, you know, I, he was trying to be nice about it, but I like <laughs> when I was watching the episode, I was just like, Wow, she's really, really pretty. And he was just like, Yes. You got damn right. <laughs> you got damn right. That's why he's my best friend. Right. Yeah, no, she's 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 stunning. She was stunning. Like her friends are beautiful too, actually. Like her Did friends you go are Candace very, Parker like, for her? Uh no. <laughs> well, well, think about it. Think about it. 
don't know. I'd maybe go for the big girl because she's down for whatever, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She seems so much fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we haven't seen her since that episode, since uh, last season, four years ago. And she's with her friends, Shanice, who's played by Shanice Castro, the the, um, the um, um, fun woman, and Zosha. Did you, did you just call her fat on the low key? I said fun, nigga. Oh. <laughs> he finna edit that out. You know he gonna edit that out. Uh, yeah, like, what, what, that's, cool. that's cool. I'll keep it at the end. The one with the The one with the bigger hair. Mm. Oh, she got big what? What? Big hair. Oh, okay. You nigga. <laughs> and um, Zosha, who's played by Zosha Ro- Rockmore, and Zosha Rockmore, Zosha Rockmore is Lakeith Stansfield's wife. Oh my God, I love that. I don't know who that is. You don't know Lakeith? Uh, Dar- Darius. Oh, the dark skin bro. Yeah, the you know the, uh, the crazy one. The skinny the, one. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yep, and uh, they're eating out, they're eating lunch outside of a cafe. Candace is in Paris because she was flewed out uh, to pee on some rich dude. So, and other things, and other things which she did not mention, but the main thing she did mention was that she was there to pee on someone and she got paid six thousand dollars. How do I apply, Jamel? You want to pee on somebody? Listen, if it's six thousand dollars, I have a credit card to pay off. Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm no judgment. You can get into that wet work if you want to. Listen, I, I, it won't None be my in my face. Okay. I'll Still. be just like sis and drink a whole ass, t- whole two Powerades and <laughs> pay some cre- and pay a credit card bill off. Yes. Hey, mm. listeners. She will show feet. I'll, I will show feet. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. Apparently, she'll pee on you too. <laughs> I mean, I'll 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 send it in the mail if you need me to. Mm, Jesus, I don't know if I can. That, that's a slippery slope, Jamel. Then they're gonna be asking uh, you to send other things and and I and I'm gonna have to say that they know my brother. I'm I'm okay with pimping you out, but to, only to a certain extent. Oh my gosh! Thank you to mm. my uh, what are you my my manager now? I mean, depending on how much percentage you're trying to give me, sure. Uh, depends on how fast I get this credit card bill paid off. <laughs> I'll take five percent. Mm. <laughs> oh, so you're not, so you're not. Okay, I'm sorry. We doing too much. Go ahead. All oh, right, <laughs> my bad. No, it's, it's not like we want to talk about this episode. Also, uh, side note, you know what I noticed? There was no salad dressing on that salad at all. She was just eating They're greens. In France. They don't, and they I'm don't like, need the oh my god. They don't need the what salad dressing. What kind of roughage is she eating? No, they don't need salad. Don't get dressing. salad dressing in, in ranch. I'm sure you could probably ask. I'm sure you could maybe ask for it, but I don't think they only you give you French. It. But I'm just French dressing is not a real thing. I've anyway, <laughs> they're in France, so that's what I was. That's what I was going. I want to go, but um, I think everywhere's a fucking. I think I think everywhere's a ghetto now. You know, traveling even oh. even overseas. Anyway, so after a champagne toast. Uh, Candace looks shocked by something that she sees in the distance. Uh, so she and she's looking off, and they're like wondering which, what's going on. And she just gets up and leaves the table, and then she discovers Van in a butcher shop. Van, it's me. It's Candace. No, no, no. Désolée. 
so sorry. Sherry, is it so good to see Van turns around, starts speaking to her in French, and acts like she doesn't know who she is at first. But Candace is not buying it. And Van eventually drops the act of not knowing her, but is she is still speaking English, but with a bad French accent. A and, horrible um, French accent. Which is odd, because English is not her first language. Her first, uh, mm-hmm. Zazie Beats, her first language is German. And yeah, but that still she's, doesn't mean she knows French like that. I don't know. I just wonder, like, I, I would figure that, and maybe, unless she was doing it on purpose. So if she was doing it, it a bad... It might be. So, Probably gaming these wife up. I don't know. Yeah, so if she was doing it on purpose, then Zazie Beats is, like, an amazing actress. Actress, But, yeah. So it could be, it could be that. I, I will give her that. She was doing a bad accent on purpose. So mm-hmm. she takes them back to her apartment, where Candace is surprised to see that she's a model in a magazine. It has a partner. How long has she been over there? This has to been a big time jump since she left Earn. Because this has an apartment. For a second, I actually thought um, that um, that she was like squatting in an apartment or kind of like stole it, kind of like how she stole that wig that we see her in on mm-hmm. episode. But because uh, uh, that is definitely the wig that she had on that she sold like a couple of. That is back. definitely the wig that she sold. That's a wig. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. For a second, I was just like, that ain't her apartment. She's squatting, but or she, like she gained somebody out of it. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously it is since she's married. She's engaged to something, you know, whatever. After this scene, I get through it. I tell you my theory actually. So um, mm-hmm. that I had, which is not true, but um, she also has a partner named Marcel. We also see Van's phone is blowing up, uh, because Candace peeps it. And she's getting missed calls and texts from Ern and her mother and Marcel as well. So and Van run comes out, tells them that she's running late to meet a friend, but they can join her. Uh, and that is the uh, opening scene. But here's my um here's my theory. Oh, what my theory was when I first when I was um, watching it. Like you know how they say that everybody has like a lookalike somewhere across the world or across. Okay. Yeah. Trey my, the same thing. Yeah, my theory was what if doppelganger. The, yeah, exactly doppelganger. Thank you, Devin, for the um for the right word. What, I'm contractually obligated to participate. <laughs> I'll see you back in five more minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. What I was thinking, what if this French Vanessa is the doppelganger, and the Vanessa, but she was also the Vanessa that we saw that was messing with Earn and everything. Like this was like a stranger woman that was just met, oh. that was pretending to be Van. And that's oh. why she was acting so weird. And our Van was never there. You huh. know, that's how the how I was I mean, That's a high thought. I say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 maybe I, I probably was. <laughs> but, yeah, that's not uh, my business. That's okay. That's none of your business. That's your liquor mm-hmm. truth, man. So Van, who we notice has been carrying around a baguette, the whole time takes them to her friend's apartment and we see a man dancing to Ashanti and headed to the door and it is Fucking revealed Ashanti. <laughs> yes. And it is revealed to be Alexander fucking Skarsgard. Oh, how good is this song? I'm gonna listen to it on repeat all day. Ashante mm. Is she still with Nelly by the way? I don't, I don't think so. No. I love this song. It's good, huh? Yeah. I had this crazy idea. Hey, how, how about we just uh, get naked? Check our clothes off. 
I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I get these like crazy ideas. It's so random and completely inappropriate. I apologize. It's, we don't want to do that. Right? What? I'm we can. Go ahead. I like it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you mean no. Eric Northman? Give him, Eric? give him every single award ever for this, for this episode alone. Okay, he was mwah, chef kiss. I loved him this episode. Eric Northman is the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Jawan, did you watch True Blood? Of course, I watched True Blood. Why would you watch True Blood? Okay, just make sure. That's where niggas know him from. Right. Yes. Also, yes, when he beat uh, Nicole Kidman in that show that we covered. Perry. Perry. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Perry. Mm-hmm. He was oh, a yeah, wife beater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I, heard... I guess he was a dick in True Blood. Yeah, kind of. Well, I... that's true, but I, I like everybody him. loved him. Right, everybody liked him. I mean, I it's heard not like that you're Northman supposed to movie... like. Oh, go ahead. I heard that Northman movie is pretty good too. I got it. I haven't watched it yet. We yeah, know. I need to see if there's a whole bunch. Like, I know it's incredibly violent. But um yeah, I don't know. Maybe it day. may be some I, I don't know. It could be eye balance. It looks like it's all kind of Oh, well, if there's eye balance, I'm probably not gonna watch it then. I I'll screen it for you. Um Thank you. So go ahead and give you a fact about this role. Like I had said on a few episodes that it that uh, Ryan Gosling was supposed to be in Atlanta. This was this was supposed to be Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling I can could, see that. Yeah, you could de- yeah definitely could tell it would have been Ryan Gosling, which was he would have Harris. fun with that. He would have he would have had so much fun, which is probably why these guys you know these they do these roles. They're just like fuck it, I don't have to do like a serious role, but I can have fun with this shit. I would absolutely that's awesome, Ryan Gosling. Right. That would be hilarious. Mhm. So he so Eric Northman kisses Van on the lips, and Candace like what well, what about Marcel Kim? She's like like we flew it over here. So um Chill out. <laughs> and fucking Eric Northman is dancing, trying to he's like taking his shirt oh, off yeah. for the girl. Oh, I love a shot. <laughs> oh, look at, anybody want to get naked? Let's get, let's get crazy. If that's okay. If that's okay. If that's Consent. okay with you guys. If that's okay. That was pretty weird. But I, it was kind of one of those, unless you're gonna do it. Right. <laughs> Thousand percent. Yeah, so he does his little strip tease for Shanice and Zo and, and Zosha. And a fucking wow. leopard print speedo. Yes. Another fun fact. He said that he's gonna yeah, he said he'll do it, but he wants to wear leopard if long as he can strip and do leopard underwear. That was what that was give yeah. Eric Northman is the greatest. <laughs> that is the greatest white man ever. Yes. He's ever. top three of uh Jamel's favorite white men. Mm. He yeah. is not a factory setting. No, he's absolutely not a factory setting. He's he's dope. He's absolutely dope. Right. So if he asked you to do that, you're you're all in. He's so much fun. How am I supposed to say no? Okay, right on. So okay. him, Chris Evans, and who's the third one? Who said Chris Evans? She was oh, like, you, you don't like him, right? Right. No. Well, no, I don't like Steve Rogers. Chris Evans is fine. Oh, I mean, okay. he's not fine, but he he he's okay with me. But like, you I mean, like he's the, not the, ugly, but he's the just Venom dude? baseline. Oh, Tom Hardy's fine. Fuck. And um, uh, and um, uh, it's the, um, Eric three? Northman is um. Well, Tom I mean, Hardy. Eric Northman's not really on there, if I'm being quite honest. Oh, he's not, oh, he's not in there. Fine to me. No, he's uh, not really. Okay. But I just, I just like him, like as an actor, and like, I mean, I don't know him, but like, I feel like I would like him as a person. Like, I'd love to go to brunch with him. So, but, but Tom Hardy's top three uh, yeah. hot oh, niggas. Um. Maybe I'm trying to talk Chris about anything. But I don't know. Um, 
You say Thor? Maybe Thor. Okay. Maybe Thor. Tom Hardy's fine. I'll absolutely. So Thor, Tom, uh, Venom, and who? What's the third superhero? John Barenthal. <gasps> That's another brunch guy. <laughs> That's another <laughs> brunch guy. Um. I don't know what that means. Um, like I would just like to like hang out. go out to like just like oh, hang out. Oh, okay, not okay. Got it. Luca yeah, I don't want to do anything extra. Who? Uh, no. <laughs> just being funny. Oh, I know you don't know who that is. Uh, no, no, no. The answer this, is this no. This one of them thing. basketball player whites? Yeah, he's um, international. Dang. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, white listeners. I'm sure I'm attracted you can't to more th- You can't, th- can't find a third one? Steve Amell? Um, Ew. Ew, no. I was trying to. I just oh, damn. I didn't fight. mean that. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry, Steve. I didn't mean it like that. No, he's a terrible Lord. person. I'm going to be listening. Uh, a, lot, a lot of them like Patrick Dempsey. A lot of people like Patrick Dempsey. Ew. I'm, I'm sorry. Again, uh, white people. No, I'm sorry. Uh, again, what Pat- about da- the daddy off of uh, Euphoria, uh, McSteamy? He's a nice looking guy. McSteamy's she one. Likes, but she likes Jacob, though. What the hell's Jacob? Jacob, Jacob, Jacob uh, Nate. Nate. Oh, right, Nate. right. Yeah, he's a nice looking guy, but I mean... You know, I'm not gonna like jump over. I don't know. Let me. Oh, okay. Well, Y'all keep going. I'm gonna just look up. Most I was gonna say women. my favorite. I was gonna say a favorite white woman. Um, Devin has many to choose from, but the only one I'm feeling right now, which she broke my heart, uh, today. Was... Oh my God, Henry Cavill. Oh, Superman. I'll give you that one. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Why are they all superheroes? That's mostly what's all out there Superman now. Superman and Thor. Are they all? They all no, superheroes no. now. Henry Cavill is fine as the hell, okay? That's number one right there. Oh, he's number one. Ooh. Absolutely. I, well, I, oh, yes. Ooh. I still yes. haven't got over him getting in the tub with Lois in, in full jeans. That just bothered me. You know who else I kind of really like? I kind of really like Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? I don't think, I feel like he's more brunch and cuddle. I would have figured you for a Christian Bale. No. I'm Batman. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not quite. Okay. Who, who is your wife, Juwan? Uh, well, the one that broke my heart today, Florence Pugh. Oh, was she <gasps> Florence! Florence is, Pugh is beautiful. And she is yeah. built like a brick shit house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she does have them big legs. She has real mm-hmm. big legs, and it's I, I no, and I don't say that as a mean thing at all. I think no. she looks beautiful. I want to get smothered in them things. Just oh wrap them gosh. around me, girl. You know who else kind of has big legs? Who? Um, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. She oh, Rachel McAdams. She's been the bay for a long time. Oh, and she got ass too. Cause I seen I seen that one mean romantic girl? comedy she did. No, not that oh, one. Yeah. It was the uh, wedding crashers. No, it was with Patrick Wilson. I and uh, I'll send you a, I like I send you a gift. I send you a gift, but uh, I think it was with, I think it was Patrick Wilson, but it, it, I don't know, maybe it was the angle, but I was like, okay, that's a little bit of she got a little bit of power going on there. Mm. And um, last one, uh, I had to make sure this person is uh, is of an age. Morning Glory. Morning yes, Glory. Yes, that one. Never seen it. Okay. Yeah, Neither. I had to make Go sure ahead. this person was of an age, but um, this is gonna sound out of left field, but L. Fanning. I don't know who that is. That is weird. I know, but I saw I just I saw the um that the show that she was just in the um um the girl from Plainville and um she mm-hmm. kind of she's, she's no one the, big, this better not this, she's that's one baby the girl girls. from 
if you don't That's get the from, entire uh, fuck out of here, I'm being respectful. If you don't get the entire <laughs> fuck out of here, that's Man on Fire's sister, isn't it? Yes, that's Man on Fire, the little girl from Man on Fire's sister. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, you like what you like. That's cool. Like, we're not even gonna ask Devin which white women he liked because we'll be here for all years. <laughs> not yeah, this one. The girl from Playville, she was like, she was, she had a, a look about herself. But um, has she ever oh, had a sandwich? That's in her another body? one I like. I do like Patrick Wilson. Also, mm. he sings incredibly well too. So Ed Sheeran, you like Ed Sheeran? Okay, let's like move on. in terms of what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he can sing. <laughs> he has yeah, a good voice. Yeah, he has a good voice. He does not have a good face, but he has a good voice. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that Game of Thrones episode. But yeah, uh, um, Henry Cavill. Oh, oh, that is alabaster excellence right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, listeners, uh, I will give you my favorite white woman on another pod. Just know mm. there's a there's an abundance. That, that'll be on the Patreon because it's gonna be about an hour and a half long. <laughs> so they we could do my problematic white women. That no, might be long not, too. Yeah, no, we, we definitely not doing that. Mm-hmm. So Alex, like I said, Alex is doing a striptease, and while he's doing that, uh, Van and Candace are are going around searching the apartment for some keys. Van plants drugs on Alex's bed, including cocaine and crack. Was the it okay? I had an argument today about this. Was this crack Sprinkle or was it meth? Crack on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she said it was meth. So it was I'm like guessing... she sprinkled some. I think Candace said like, "Hey, it's crack, girl." Yeah. Right. And then well, later you know, they people, said it was Black people meth. don't know. You know, black people don't know drugs like that. Those right, right, drugs. right. You don't know. So I definitely thought it was crack too, because like it's just a whole bunch of rocks. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just taking her as a word. Mm. The only thing I know about meth is. I'm about to say that's the only that's the only way I know meth, and I'm just like it's not blue, so it must not be meth. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know listeners, I'm listeners. I know meth is not really blue. Well, okay. Waltz was. That's what made. It I know, special. but like, yeah, I know, but that's also fictional. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, I don't know if it was this podcast or just I was just talking to somebody. I don't know. All my talking. Drugs are bad, okay. Right. Was that was that was that this show that we were talking about where like I just never want to yes. be that high? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All runs together. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to do that. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, oh, uh, we did Euphoria. Yeah, oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. That's exactly. What we, that's when it came we up. We talked about drugs a lot, and we were all like, I don't know what that is. I just learned about fentanyl from watching Euphoria, and mm. I still don't truly understand what it is. And I don't, I don't think I'll ever will because yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, you know, drugs are bad, mm. okay. Right. I I took the D.A.R.E. program and it worked. You know what? I was at Walmart the other day and I saw people doing like doing um promotion for D.A.R.E. And I was like, I didn't even know D.A.R.E. was still around. Right. I kind of love around? that. I kind of yeah. love that. I'm going to get a D.A.R.E. shirt. Well, I was in the hearse. I said, get the fuck out of my face. Uh, so, oh, <laughs> so Candace is like, why are you sprinkling crack on them? And she says, not worries. Don't worry about that. This is a game that we play. That's what we and, do. Yeah, she finds some keys and leaves. Alex like yells yeah, like you you you. What did he say? What did he say? Like you're you're heartless or something like that. Like you're yeah, leaving you're me or so some heartless. shit like that. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you say do something before you leave or something like that. He or? said you you barely touched your Negroni. Do you know yeah. what a Negroni is, Devin? Salami. I got nothing. <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a drink. And okay. um, they go back downstairs. Van tells the receptionist, like, she starts acting all dramatic and saying Alex is upstairs doing drugs. And he he did it again. 
Please go <laughs> check on him. And she and Candace is looking like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. And she said, don't worry, it's just a game. We do it every week. It's just a game we play. Don't judge. Don't judge. All right. So next they they go they're getting their Vespas and they go to a housing project where Van, still carrying this baguette, goes to pick up a package, but she finds that it's missing and she is cursing the name of Emilio for fucking her. Uh can I say a couple of things? Right? Well, no, let me I'm a, I'm a wait. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you know. Go ahead. So someone throws a bottle at them out the window and people yell at them from above calling her Teja. What was that? Hey, what was that? Nothing. Relax. Did she say chat out? I don't know. It sounded like a bird. Look, okay, whatever's going on, we can talk about it. Okay, we can have some drinks, go back to the hotel room. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Emilio? He fucked me. He really fucked me. Wait, who's Emilio? Okay, who cares? Can we please just get out of here? Because I really don't feel safe. Jesus. Is Emilio the plug? Is this drugs, man? Are you selling drugs? Well, let me get some money then. can do if this is the way this is the way okay why do they keep calling you tarar he was the man who ate the baby they also find no it's teha i got the pronunciation teha and well he said it like you said it but uh i found the actual one they um Yeah. They also find their motorcycle tires have been slashed, and the gang shows up, referring to Van as Tai once again. They ask her, "What is Tai? Who is Tai?" And Van says, "That's the man who ate the baby." And it looks like they're about to fight Van, but the gang leaves. And when they the gang leaves, when they see another fight going down behind them, I think someone almost runs over another one of their uh, one of their people. He mm-hmm. bashes out the window, and they saw the whole fight. And then, so when this goes down, uh, Van and the girls run off. So, okay, uh, was I the only one when they went to the hood out mm-hmm. there? Was I the only one that started kind of humming "Niggas in Paris"? Yeah, I, I, I didn't even I'm just catch that saying, thing, but I, I feel like I that's kind of what they were trying to do, like the whole niggas in Paris thing, because everybody just wants to go to the the rich part of Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the that's what Zosha and um sis was talking about. They were just like, oh yeah, we want to have fun in Paris, and like um, and Van was just like, okay, we gonna have a good time. We gonna show you niggas in Paris as well, <laughs> and then we gonna do some crazy shit, cause this is where the niggas are. Mm. So, you know, I, I don't know. That's that's kind of what I thought. But yeah, proceed. I, I I I feel like they should I feel like again that was a missed opportunity. You know, they could have did something more, but again, Donald Glover doesn't give us um what what um we want. They yep. they no. he gave us this um uh, weird Tayar stuff. But um Tehar 
Tayar is actually a real person um, with a very fascinating story that I'll tell you about at the end of the episode. But I do want to let you know right now, listeners, if you are interested in good storytelling, then I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial where you can browse and listen to their entire catalog of audiobooks, original content, including magazines and podcasts such as this one. Listeners of this show may be interested in a book called Leaving Atlanta by Tayari Jones. It's an amazing story. I really recommend it. It's one of my favorite books. And the narration really draws you into the story that she's telling. It's a really poignant story about Atlanta and the dealings in there. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I do highly recommend it. So if you would please go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash edit that out. Sign up. We will very much appreciate it that you do and enjoy some audiobooks on us. Thank you. Amen. Also, you know, with Audible, you know what you can get? Fire and Blood, which will cover our future Game of Thrones podcast. If you want to get ready for the story. Mm. Thank you, Devin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Also, on Audible is a very large selection of children's books because I know earlier in this podcast, Jamel was mentioning about reading to her daughters, which I love that for her. Our daughter loves Audible because she likes the children's section on mm-hmm. Audible, so she likes to be read. She likes to be read too. So when mommy and daddy is not able to read her, we throw the little audio book on there for her, the cheat code for these parents out there, and she just goes to town. So yes, so say the w- website one last time: www.audibletrial.com forward slash edit that out. There it is. Mm-hmm. Did you also just say that you uh? Use Audible to babysit your child while you go fuck. Did I just catch Oh my that? God, no. I feel like that's no, what you said. No, I did not. No, did I say that at all? <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like that's what you said with parents where you want to <clears throat> slash them cheeks. Mm. Put did on not, Audible. I, I did not say that, but. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, moving on. They then go to an art gallery where Van confronts Emilio. And Emilio is trying to explain. He's like, I'm so sorry. I got I, I the package. It was it's for somebody else, but I'll get you another one tomorrow. And Van finally takes out the baguette. Salut, Emilio. Look, okay, please. I am sorry. It's a misunderstanding. I, I have the package, but but the package is for someone else. Can you get someone to bring us some wine and some cheese? Oh, and for friends, whatever they want. No. Why? Yeah? No. I think we will be just fine with some, uh, huh? Brett? Please, you know me. Oh, come on, Van, you know me. If you leave a baguette sitting out for a week, you're crazy. Why would you? It would get stale. And hot. But what if you leave it out for two weeks? Or three weeks? Or six months? How hard and how stale would it become?
was worth the wait. Oh my god! Like the bread was worth the wait. Okay, okay, Van, Van, please. Where is the package? Van, please. Rest oh, All right. Emilio. Where is the package? And she tells a story about if you will leave it out for a week, what about two weeks? What about six months? Which I guess that would imply how long she's been here, maybe. But um, another fun, another little fun fact, not so fun fact. Maybe this is them trying to be deep. But the French word for bread is pain or pain. And mm. I don't know if this was a symbolic of Van was carrying around her pain in the in, mm. the entire time. You know, levels. Mm. But she well, has her this. Pain, her pain should have been green and gray. But the, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so it's been sitting out for six months and it's so stale that it's hardened into like a baseball bat and she proceeds to beat emilio with it and it she's bloody just, too it's bloody she was going to town she beat the fuck out this dude with it and uh, the, with the, the girls are just like what is happening <laughs> but i don't want to leave <laughs> and oh yeah, cause cause um cause Shanice was like, oh, it was worth it, it was worth it, it was worth it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So Emilio was all bloodied up. He tells Van the packages in the vase next to Shanice, and she breaks the wrong one, but she like finds it, finds the package. And in the another. curator is just like, oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a million dollars you just broke. But they get the package, they leave the gallery. And they then arrive by Uber at a party where Candace basically has had enough. And she's like, uh, look, I know y'all think this is all fun and games, but something is really, really wrong with sis. We need to get the hell out of here. And but they, Sunisa and Zosha, they're down for it. They're intrigued. And they're like, we just, we just got invited to the party. So we all good. <laughs> you know, this is the most fun we had. I'm so, gonna go get a drink. I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Eric Northman uh, appears from out of nowhere because he's a fucking vampire, and he confronts Van. He is <laughs> about the drug. Yeah, about the drug she planted, and tells her that the paparazzi caught wind of it, and he may lose the Baby Shark movie, which I think is a real movie Baby coming out. Shark. I laughed. Uh, don't at that tell part. me that. Don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that, because that means I'm gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Van just like stares at him and then spits in his face. Ugh. And it is and it's gross. Because they just disgusted. Because they, they linger on it too. He was so disgusted. Only mm-hmm. spit on my face if we're in the bedroom. No. Wait a minute. No. Don't get cussed out again. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm doing the spitting. Don't spit on my face. I'm going to let's just, okay, let's edit that out and move on. Great, great, great times. Wonderful, wonderful, mm. glorious, beautiful. I draw the line at, I, I draw the line at, um, at that. I draw the line at this conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Juwan, I know you like a girl to spit on your dick. That's not good. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, so then the girls keep playing. Um, with, uh, he didn't say no. He didn't say no. And so, Eric Northman. What is he doing, uh, Jamil? He is quacking off and just like, yeah, yeah, she humiliated you, didn't you? Yeah, you like being humiliated, <laughs> don't you? Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. at that point that I said, what the fuck do they have me watching? 
I'll tell you, this, he committed to this fucking role. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's why I love him. He said, let me just do it. So Van then goes to work in the kitchen with Marcel, who's the chef. And Candace is completely fed up now. And she confronts Van about her new life, but Van tries to brush her off, talking about, like, you know, you're not happy with my lifestyle. And Van's like, she's Candace's like, stop with the accent. Stop with the accent. Mm-hmm. Like, so does me. Stop. And also, Candace sees now that the packages that they've been picking up all over the city are human hands. Mm-hmm. That are Marcel. This, this is when I was like, what the fuck? This is exactly me. This is two. This is when I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't get the hands thing. Fried hands. Fried hands, which, I mean, he did a good job. They were fried beautifully. That's what I'm about to say. They were beautifully fried. But I did not get what I don't know what they were trying to symbolize. I guess it was like, oh, I get this probably one of those things. Like, I think it's just some uh, high shit. It's just some mm -hmm. high shit. Right. So, but he's serving these to the guests. For uh, including Shanice and Zosha for a meal called Le Man, which just basically means it's the main dish. They are to be eaten while wearing a large napkin over their heads. Now, this is actually based off a real thing. This is based off a real French cuisine. Succession did it too. Succession yes. did it. Succession did it. Um, billions did it as well. Uh, um, but it's like a bird that they eat, I think. But yeah, go yes. ahead. It's called Orlaton Bunting, and it's a mm-hmm. whole songbird which is drowned in amaranth, which is a French brandy, and it's left to marinate in the brandy for a while, and then it's roasted in a ramekin and served whole. And it is really to be eaten while your head is covered with your with your table napkin, and you got to eat it in one bite with the um. I think you got to eat it feet first. Bones, beak, feet, and all in one bite, and it's supposed white to be delicious. Are weird. It's supposed to be delicious. I actually want to try. White people are white people. Uh, you weird too, nigga. <laughs> I want to try it. It sounds. Go ahead and try it. It sounds amazing. Devin, <laughs> De- 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 listeners, y'all can't hear him, but Devin is just shaking his head. And no, I'm not trying that shit. No, I know you're. I know you're epicurious and all of that. No. Not doing that. No, I would try it if I ever get to Paris, or I believe you can get it in New York. So if I when I get back to New York, I'll try it. You know that um, shit probably costs as much as your house. Uh, yeah, I, I actually not much it costs. It's it's um two hundred um pounds, which is which is about four hundred some dollars. So yeah, and for that just one bite a of a bird, a lot less than I thought. That's uh, but yeah, it's it's it is expensive for just a little bird, you know. That's going to probably uh, cut your mouth open, but still. Candace then asks Van about her old life and her plans, with Van attending to marry Marcel to get a French citizenship. And she's like, what about money? And like, I'm working. My, uh, what about she's your parents? She's like, girl, you see me at work. What's your parents? My parents always wanted to visit France. And it's at this point, Candace says, well, what about Lottie? Are you going to bring and her she here? She before that, too. Mm-hmm. And you're going to bring her here to uh, eat hands. And this is what snaps Van back to reality. And Lottie? Where does she fit into all this? Going to, uh, <clears throat> going to, uh, bring her here with me. 
um, to eat hands. fashion because was it that Earn did not say well he did, did I think at one point in the episode he, he said did we're parents he, he did said say we're parents, parents but um he did he mentioned Lolly at Lolly I think in um in um the old man in the tree I think he mentioned her by name she did he probably didn't um I mean she probably hadn't gone that far you know because obviously but, where she is right now is like way off the deep end you know, True. so I'm just guessing, like, um, at this point, she's just like, you know, fuck it, whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, shit. And this is somebody that is completely um, uh, separate from Earn mm-hmm. and all of that. And she just, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I feel so this snaps her back to reality. She then has a nervous breakdown and starts trashing the kitchen, scaring Marcel away. Uh, her screams are heard by Shanice and Zosha, who remove their napkins and are disgusted to find they are eating hands. <laughs> and they they leave, and Eric Northman is walking in excitedly to eat. Now well, I thought let's this, was eat, so, everybody. this was this was hilarious because I because I don't know why it just was stuck in my head. I think I did when I went upstairs this morning. <laughs> I did that same shit. Like where are those little hands? <laughs> that shit was oh hilarious to me. Um. So um, near the um, CN, which is a river, uh, Van talks with Candace, expressing how much she felt lost for a while. I've just been feeling really off for a while. I don't really know for how long, but a couple weeks ago I was driving in Atlanta and this dark feeling came over me. I... I closed my eyes while I was driving. And then I got got scared, so I opened my eyes and I was in the opposite lane. And once I realized what I was doing, I just cried, cried all the way home. 
it's just I thought about how I'm a terrible mom. When I picked Lottie up from school, I just I felt like she was looking at me like like she knew what happened and that she hated me for it. That I would do that to her. So I I brought her to my mom's and I bought a ticket to Europe. I don't even remember that flight. I just blacked out and I landed in Amsterdam. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing in Amsterdam? <laughs> and I couldn't sleep. You know, it was jet lag and I was watching TV all night and I, and then Amelie came on and I was like, I want to be, I want to be Amelie. I came here and I, I can't, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't do that either. Well, it's because you're cooler than Amelie. I'm not cooler than Amelie. <laughs> you are. I don't even know who I am. You know who you are. Er knows who he is. Nobody knows who she is. Who the fuck am I? I don't even know. You're somebody. I, I don't know. That's... You're gonna be okay. Don't you have to pee on someone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. That'll be fine. I need to go home. Let's go home. And she was driving one day and she deliberately closed her eyes, her eyes while she was driving and she scared herself and found herself in the wrong lane. And because she almost killed herself, basically. Um, she deems herself to be a bad mother to Lottie because she thinks Lottie could tell what she did. Candace consoles her and they agree to go back home together to Atlanta. And but before that, she also mocks Candace for urinating on the man. Um, and they have a good laugh. <laughs> yes, and they have a good a good laugh about it. And in the final scene, like why? Shanice is the one that's visiting the rich man who who flew them out, and she likes. I had two I had two bottles of Powerade for lunch. Let's go ahead and get this going. And he lays on the floor on the on the um rubber um blanket. Yeah, rubber blanket or tarp, and she starts to pee on him while she's looking at the view of the Eiffel Tower in the background, and she is peeing so much, he starts to choke, and she he yells stop, and mm-hmm. it cuts to black, and Ludacris's splash waterfalls plays to end the episode. Piss, 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 drip, drip, drip. Mm-hmm. And I want to pee on you. <laughs> That's your contribution, David. I have to. I'm contractually obligated. Thank you. Thank you. Jamil, um, Mama, talk about uh, okay. it. Okay. I, I, um, how do I even begin with this? I, it's just one of those things where when. You had two kids. Yes, I do have two kids. Um, two small my kids, God, too. My goddaughters. In another lifetime, I presume. But, um, when she said, she said something that resonated with me. She said that Lottie knows who she is. Even if she is young, she knows who she is. Earn knows who he is. 
like her parents know who they are, but she doesn't fully know who she is. And she just really, really needed some something for herself. She needed to do something for herself because she's spending all of this energy, you know, of course, trying to be a good mom, trying to, you know, get a good job doing all of this. And it just seems like she's just kind of going through the motions. And I guess she just snapped one day because she wanted to do something for herself. And she just went all the way to the other spectrum of hell life, if you will. Um, Every mother has felt like that. Like, I love my girls more than anything in this world. And I'll do anything for them. But sometimes I just want a fucking break. Okay? That's that's literally what this is. Obviously, she took it to an extreme. Like, I mean, there have been... Like, obviously, I was just talking about today. Like, like the girls were great, but I'm fucking tired. You know? That's just kind of what that is. Like, uh, I don't think... Oh, I pray to God. I don't think I would ever. No, I'm. I can definitively say I would never get on a plane and just leave my child for in for like six months. I just could not do that. I would never be able to do that. Van is obviously going through some whole uh, like extra shit. But when she had that breakdown, when obviously Candace just kind of like snapped her back to reality, like because she was just thinking about herself. And you hear all these like people say, you know, when you're a mom, you know, you um, you lose a part of yourself, but you gain something else. Obviously, that's true. And you want to get back to your old self. She just took that to the extreme. Hmm. You know, she just took that to the extreme where, um, yeah, you want to have something for yourself, but you do have this young person that you birthed and that you are a parent to that you have duties to, you can't forget that. You just can't forget that. You have to carve out whatever little slice of life, slice of everything to keep that part of yourself. But you also have to give yourself some grace, okay? And I think that's what she um, she was struggling with. Like, cause she was trying to do this, that, and the other. She was trying to co-parent with Earn. She couldn't find a good job. And she's also trying to... Um, you know, be a mom to Lottie. And I, I'm pretty sure she didn't want to rely on her parents. So she has all of this shit going through her head and she she hit fuck it. She hit fuck it mode. So, you know, and that's just like the, obviously I keep saying that that's the extreme, but I mean, we're all, we all hit fuck it at some times, at mm. some point, you know, like my fuck it might just be like, I need to go upstairs and take a nap for an hour. You know, mm. hers clearly was, going to fucking Paris and uh, cooking hands for people. Um, like, because like this whole this whole season, I feel like I've been saying this on the podcast. I'm just like, where is her daughter? Like the entire episode I was watching this, I was just like, where the fuck is her daughter? So mm-hmm. when Candace was just like, and I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that, well, I guess Candace didn't really have time to talk to her. because She was just like, yeah, so what about Lottie? And I, it, it really looked like she you could kind of see in her head, she was just like, I didn't even think about that. Mm, I've been thinking about myself. Like, yeah, she was trying, like, um, because, how do I say this? For moms, it's important to be selfish sometimes. You have to be selfish sometimes. You can't put yourself second or third or fourth or last all the time. You have to put yourself first sometimes. Um, And she just put herself first 
for six months as right. she completely neglected everything else. You can't do that. You can't do that. But uh, what did Chris Rock say? It's just, I, I, it's not right, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, it, it, he also it, said G.I. Jane. <laughs> don't do it. Don't slap it. Please don't do that. Uh, Will <laughs> Smith have a whole bunch more money than we do. Um, but, if he slaps me, uh, this podcast will get taken to a whole other level. <laughs> Believe that. Believe that. I promise you, family. I don't know. Like, I... Uh, that just resonated with me. Like, as soon as that happened and she had that mental breakdown um, and almost a panic attack, like, because, like, she was chilling. She was chilling, like, listen, I got this plan, I got this plan, I got this plan. And as soon as she heard the name Lottie and you saw that panic attack, she was just like, fuck, I forgot the most important thing to me. Because mm. I, I, was, I was too busy trying to, like, give myself some grace, trying to make my, like, put myself first. But you can't always put yourself first when you're a mother. You just can't. You have somebody else that depends on you for literally everything. And mm-hmm. you can't just drop them off with your parents. You just can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 it was rough, but I, I, I understood it. I did. I did. I feel, I feel you. I feel you. Well, first of all, are you okay? I'm good. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm cause... not going to go to Paris and cook hands. <laughs> I might show feet. <laughs> listeners, if y'all listeners, I got I just got a fresh pedicure. Okay. All listeners. right now. Holla at me. <laughs> All, All right now. But yeah, is but um yeah, because I know she also mentions uh in that little in that little monologue that she gave that um when she was laying down watching television, she, Amelie came home I uh, came on and uh-huh. she that's why she went to French because she wanted to be Amelie. And uh-huh. Amelie is a 2001 French movie about a, about a woman with an overactive imagination that likes to play likes to um do mischief. And there is one th- there is a thesis statement at the end of the of the um of the um opening of that movie. I mean, uh Jamia, have you seen Amelie before? I have not. Okay, I thought you may have. I know Devin's never even heard of it, but um, <laughs> but uh, the pro- I have. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who who stars? Who yes, very cute white woman. You're not supposed to call me on it, Juwan. Jesus, <laughs> I've seen French movies. Oh, I'm trying to think of something French. Oh God, James and the Giant Peach is that French? <laughs> what? Or was that uh, English? Uh, that is English. Not? I was close. Oh. It's foreign. Yes, it is. I give Spartacus you. Spartacus was made in uh, New Guinea. Does that count? Mm, I'll give it to you. But there's a there's a prologue in, in Amelie, or the end of the prologue is that the outside world seems so dull that Amelie prefers to dream her life until she's old enough to leave. And I kind of felt like that was um, an analog to what Van was going through or what Van was longing for because, like you said, Jamil, she has this life in Atlanta. She was She's a young mother, a single mother at that, even though Ern, Ern is... He's around, but he's not really around, you know, and he's but he's off doing his own thing. He gets to have his fun life. He gets to be a, man, a successful manager now with his cousin, who's a rich rapper, with his friend Darius. She was left alone in Atlanta, just being a single mother. 
and she wants that she wanted to have fun too. And like you said, she got lost in this fantasy that she was trying to uh, be in Paris and just kind of like forgot, like you said, about the she most of the Matrix. Thing. Mm-hmm. She was in the Matrix. And also, it kind of goes to that. You know how people say check on your strong friends? Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that as well. Like Van has this. Yeah, we don't really know that much about Van. We don't see her that much in the episodes, uh, either now with this third season, definitely, and also previous seasons to actually get, excuse me, aligned on what her characterization is. And I believe I don't know if that's on purpose or you know it's just like we got we got to have a woman in this, or we just or we're gonna have her do her own thing, and you know, but it's about these three guys as the you know core. What I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, no, I, I think this kind of was Donald Glover, and I, you know, we can talk about whether or not it was uh, Johnny Come Lately or not, but I think this might have been his love letter to black women. You know what? That's a good point. That could, and that could be, mm-hmm. you know, it as well, uh, to give her, you know, some agency to live her life, but also see her, see her humanity as well, you know, in those last five minutes. And like I said earlier that, hey, she could do weird shit for 35 minutes, like 35 minutes, like these guys do and mm-hmm. have her five minutes of realness. And I believe it was a, it was a thing with the writer said, let me pull up the exact quote. And she um said that she wanted to give Van her own episode and put a fine point on it. But she wanted to eat the end of the season on the episode with a, with a feeling that some things have been addressed, but not necessarily solved. I don't necessarily think it was earned. Uh, pun, no pun intended. I don't think it was hmm. earned because um we because we don't see as much as Van to know who Van is as a person. But I do think that they did allow her to have. They did give it enough nuance where. Just like you, like you, Jamil, it resonated emotionally with you. It resonated emotionally with me. Devin said, "Go jump in the river." So, uh, I blacked out. But I hope you, I, I hope you kind of, I hope you kind of understand what we're saying, though, Devin. Thousand mm-hmm. percent. Moms need time too. Mama got a life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't right. fuck my uh, the nigga in the kitchen and let him drink all the uh, Kool Aid. <laughs> if I die, Mama, it's on you. Mm. What the hell is happening? You ain't seen Baby Boy? Mama got a. Oh yes, this? I have. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Jeez, yes, I, okay. I need both of your black cards to me, ASAP. I seen Baby Boy. Just, y'all didn't, y'all didn't get the reference movie. I was making. I tried to forget that movie ever since I saw that nigga Tyrese being birthed as a whole ass man. Okay, <laughs> not the part where he slaps the fuck that, out that, of uh, <laughs> Taraji and then rapes her. I hate you, Jody. Right, like we just gloss over that so much from that movie. He literally raped yeah. it. Mm. He's fucking trash in that movie. That's another reason why I kind of try to. It is a good movie about. though. It is a good movie. Though. Is it? Mm. Is it? I'm gonna teach you about guns and butter, uh, Jamel. I, I've seen butter. I don't know what that means. That's the movie where they. Oh, guns and butter came from Baby Boy, but there's a movie called Butter. Oh, uh, okay. Which is about guns. Okay. Anyway, uh, okay. But um, there is a post-credit scene, and it's yes, really what happened. Okay. So in the po- in the post-credit scene, I walked scenes, out of the theater, so I didn't see it. <laughs> so Earn, we uh open in the in the post-credits on a bag that's traveling in a um, truck. Earn, and we see that Earn is back in Atlanta, and he gets that duffel bag 
from this airport courier. It's like a black, uh, like a basic black bag. And Ern is like, uh, I have all my bags. That's not my bag. And the guy doesn't care and says, like, are you Ern? Uh, he's like, yeah, Ernest Marks. Yeah, this is your bag. And he's like, um, well, you have a good night. Nigger. He Wait, did he the, say the N-word? No. Thousand percent. No, this is you know. I say you can't say that, man. You can't. <laughs> the guy, no, the guy is black. The gills in the bag. I was making, I was making uh, my, my my little running, uh, joke, my little running joke. Okay. So, so he opens the bag and uh, Ern opens the bag. He finds like prescription pills, or whatever. Uh, a Death Tones T-shirt, which Ern he keeps, and there's a family portrait of a white family, and in the bag, and Ern just leaves the room. The camera zooms in on the portrait and it reveals that the white man in the picture is White Urn, who we previous. E? Yes, E. White Urn. Oh. So White Urn is named Ernest Marks, who also lives in Atlanta. Um, and he's been previously seen in the Three Slaps episode and the Big Payback, where he unalived himself in that episode. But if you remember from the episode um, that he told Marshall that the airport lost his bag. So this is actually his bag that earned that this Ernest Marks end up getting. And that was the end of the episode proper. Okay. okay. Um, be, before we get into it, we do have a little bit of feedback before I get into that. I do. This episode is actually, it's um, called Tehar, which like I said before is a real person. Tehar was a French showman and a soldier no, known for his unusual appetite and eating habits. He was able mm-hmm. to he was able to eat vast amounts of meat. He was constantly hungry. He would like eat any and everything. Uh, he lived with prostitutes coming up. He would do shows where he would swallow corks, stones, live animals. I believe he ate a cat. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he ate eels, live cats, snakes, lizards, puppies, whole eels. And but he was actually an underweight person. Um, and I believe there was something as well that um he was used by the French army. It was like a real fascinating story. Uh oh, so yeah. I would look it up. And but yeah, this I think what they did was I think what the writer said they wanted to do was kind of like show something about appetites or how we are hungry for something like for something new or whatever. He was also accused of eating a baby. So that's where that came from. That was a true story. He was accused of, of eating a baby. But yeah, I, th- I found that fascinating. And, um, and listeners, if you'd want to hear more, if you're interested in hearing more about the uh, story of Tehara, you can uh, once again go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash edit it out and you just look up Tehar uh, and you will can find many uh, podcasts on Audible that tell that story better than I just did but yeah it's it's, but it's really a dope story so we do have some feedback so I get the first feedback I'm going to read comes from the Q&A off of uh, Spotify it was have you ever known or encountered someone who was passing even regardless of the shade of black aka Candace Owens Um, so (laughs) Shanna says, hell nah, and also corrects me about Europeans. I said Europeans are uh, classic. She said they're classic whites. And Candace 
says that no, she has not, but she's obsessed with passing movies and documentaries. It is really intriguing how some people can choose their race and culture, but they are never fully satisfied with their choice. So Candace, um, I'm sure you love that movie hey on Netflix. Yes, thank yes. you very much, Shanna and Candace, for that. Um, I have hey, a bit more feedback too. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, me... our resident Jewish uh, lawyer. But go ahead, Juwan. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> All right. The poll on Spotify was, will you be joining us for our coverage of P Valley? And uh, results were, hell yeah, I'm down in the valley. Hell yeah, down in the valley when them girls get naked. Hell no, nah, I don't watch that smut. And what is P Valley? 100 percent. They gonna be watch- they gonna be joining us for P Valley, so I'm excited. All right. Let's do it. Mm. Let's do and it. Jamel, go ahead and have Marcus cuss me out for n- not knowing lawyer shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he wanted me to tell you guys uh, Lachaim and Shalom. Lachaim. <laughs> Lachaim. <laughs> um, so basically, he said his big takeaway from the episode. He had a whole bunch of um, thoughts. So I'm gonna just kind of consolidate them. But he definitely said that uh, Donald Glover made an attempt to dive into Van this episode. And he said it kind of reminded him, and I agree with this, of um, the season finale of, uh, I think, a season four finale of Insecure when Tiffany went missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like all season, you could tell that something was up with her. And with uh, Tiffany's case, it was postpartum. With uh, Van's case, we already talked about it. But she was kind of in the background and they weren't really paying attention. And then she just dipped and they had to go find her. So this was similar. Only Ern, who, you know, was looking for her, wasn't able to go find her. So they basically had to write in other characters to find her. Um, That's a a great point. Also, I would say that we actually care about Tiffany, not about this character on this show. But that's a great point. My black. So to your point, Devin. So to your point, Devin. uh, Marcus said that honestly, he thought that um, um, Donald Glover kind of tried to write himself out of a corner, or rather, the the writers tried to write themselves out of a corner because they realized that that Van wasn't fully fleshed out, and they saw the criticism, so they tried to write themselves out of that corner. Namely, she hasn't been written well because we don't understand her, and we don't understand her because she doesn't understand herself, which can work as long as when she reemerges next season, she is better defined. But that's what it looks like to him, Um, and it also looks like that they try to write themselves out of the van hole, like I just said, Um, because they basically wrote her out of the script by having her and Ern break up and then having the team go on tour, leaving her back home. So they had to find a way to get her back into the story and write through the fact that they hadn't done a a good enough job defining her. And then obviously doing so so through the Tarare reference was interesting and frightening and on brand. Lachai. Lahaim. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Marcus, for that. Um, I do want you. My nigga lawyer. Yeah, I do want you to uh, <laughs> hit me up uh, for We Own This City because um, we got one, one more episode of that, Lev. And these um, legal scenes, I don't know what the fuck I be talking about. You know, <laughs> but yeah, but thank you again, Marcus, for that. Um, we got some other feedback from friend of the show, Candace, oh. as well. She sent the email. Hey, and she asked me not to read it on the show because it is long, but I'm going to power through it. But it actually but some of it is relevant as well. And Listen, and also this is an educator. So mm-hmm. I already know. Right. And um, 
And she says, actually, she says that every time she gets ready to send us an email, a new the new episode has already come out, and she needs to add something. Which technically, if we did record yesterday, she would have missed the deadline. So, so you just made it. So she says, y'all, the whole time I watched episode seven, couldn't wait to hear what y'all had to say. This episode is fodder for conversation. It was my favorite non-earned earned episode so far. Such a thought-provoking twist on the black nanny trope. Black women nurture everyone. Black women invite everyone to the gathering. Black people make sure make everyone feel at home. This episode also speaks to how people never really see the help as people with their own lives until we are forced to. This is a case of nice, harmless white people who live life with blinders on. Definitely not allies. Uh, and she and that was for um the Train to the Bone episode. Chet Hanks, I could follow. I have to know what was said in that casting combo between Chet and the Glover brothers. I need to know. I must know. The whole funeral scene was hilarious. These white parents have no idea who their son is and to find themselves at a loss for how to handle it. He is a stranger to them, but it's clear that Sebastian and Sylvia were connected. Thus, that family photo of the two of them taunted the parents for not being there. It begs the question, what determines your culture? Because that baby was Trini to the bone. Hmm. That's a um, good point. I think they kind of touched on this in these episodes as well. Like what is what does define your culture? They definitely did that in episode nine. OK, so she backs up to episode six. So now parents were trash. Mm, yeah. <sighs> she goes back to episode six. Now I'm on the hunt for the night for a Nigerian restaurant near me so I can door dash some jollof rice. Um, yes, Juwan, we listeners caught what you were talking about regarding the questionable. Uh, trust in certain widely known social activists. All I could do was shake my head and try to remember to unsubscribe from that man's email listserv. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't even I don't interact with that man anymore. Uh, you know, but yeah, I know she knows who I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, I have one question though. Episode five. I may have missed it, but why would I do not know take- who he's talking about? That's fine. Uh, Keep going. I'm, we, no, we're not going to get sued. I may have missed it, but why would Socks take Paperboy's phone? I didn't understand his motives or whatever happened to him after that. Um, I don't know. I think it was just that white, out, like, again, you said it earlier, white allyship wants to be down, but he's not really with us. Um, I think this yeah. was Candace. Because we never saw him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode eight. I had to watch episode eight three times before making it through. It started off boring. I was with you, Devin, but the ending was certainly a mind bender. I for sure thought this this was a Christopher Nolan playtime, um, a Christopher Nolan time play. What came first, Paperboy on the street or Paperboy seeing himself on the street? So that was um, the um, New Jazz episode. Episode nine was so good, I forgot what I was watching for a minute. I'm always here for a good story about passing for white and questioning race, which calls back to the episode one opener. Episode 10. What did I just watch? I'm going to need y'all help with this. Was was it Vans breakdown or breakthrough? I'm thinking both. Um, I'm assuming that the Glover brothers are trying to be different by not ending with our main characters, drawing a thread between all the episodes and or giving us some closure or anything. Okay. And I said that that's what the right, that was exactly what they wanted to do. Um, Candace, uh, as I said in the, um, what Stephanie wanted to do. Uh, my favorite part of the season has been the episode summaries. Hilarious. But Atlanta has been my favorite ETO topic so far. Thank you, girl. Because the show lends itself to so much analysis and interpretation, and it's so black. And always, y'all hit the right points with deep, thought-provoking observations and a whole lot of laughs. Love you all. I'll be back for P-Valley. 
Candace. Thank you Candace, so much. Candace, we love you more, and I love yeah. you more than any of these dickers do. <laughs> right, because you're dead to me. Because this is your favorite show that we've covered, ma'am. Go back oh, and listen girl. to everything else. Everything else. <laughs> no, see, that's the thing about that's the thing about Candace. She she was she's been with us since um the other podcast. Mm-hmm. Like she is an incredibly long time listener, and I've known her for what? Oh, let's see, it's twenty twenty two. Known her about nineteen years. Okay, that's my girl. Love you, boo. Uh, listen to our other shows. <laughs> yes, and yes, you have seen her in some of the pictures too, and I'm not going to show her to you. Stop smiling. Yep. <laughs> and yet, oh, because now I know you're going to like her because she's brown and she wears braids a lot. Okay, so stop. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop smiling. Stop it, our last bit of feedback it comes from um, Cedric. Um, what up, homie? What up, bro? Cedric says, what up, fam? I can say this was my least favorite episode of the season. Well, you're in good company. Um, my nigga. <laughs> I'm not interested in the van at all, uh, like that at all this season. It feels like we were missing an additional episode about her that may have fully paid off her arc. Overall, I, I love this season and can't wait for it to come back this fall. What was your favorite episode of the season and why I would say, um, yeah, we, we said it last week. Um, last week. Rich, Rich Rigger, Poor Rigger was our favorite. Oh, um, yeah, that was great. That was that incredibly was acted. Um, this, just the whole story. I love the black and white. Kevin Samuels did a we great don't. Good job. <laughs> what? We don't like black and white. He's talking about the black and white. You know. <laughs> I will say, like, no, I did love Rich Wigger Poor Wigger, but I think my favorite one was the old man in the tree. But go ahead. That was good. Um, but yeah, that was like that was my favorite. I think Devin, uh, who hates his show, that was his favorite of wit of, mm-hmm. of Atlanta. And you said mm-hmm. the old man in the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he says, PS, we own this city is fantastic. Thanks for another great show. Thank you, Cedric. Yes, we own this city Thank is you, fantastic. Cedric. It's just so dense, so it's kind of hard to get through. But we go, we 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 powering through. Um, so that's the last bit of feedback that we got. Thank you very much, all of you all, for leaving us um, some very some lovely notes, listeners. If you also want to leave us feedback, just uh, you can also email us at etopod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 205-304-1655. You can um, go to Facebook, find, look up, edit that out. You will see the Facebook page for edit that out with Jamel Devin and Juwan. And you can also follow our uh, Facebook group where we put all our content out and on Twitter at edit that out one. That being said, Jamel, where can they find you on the Internet, ma'am? Well, you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Jamel My Belt. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. Please don't look for me anywhere else because you won't find me, nigga. <laughs> and Devin? On Twitter at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Oh, oh Devin has a beard now. Devin trying to I catch do. a woman. I am. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at JTD, that is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E, and on TikTok at Chef JTD, where I'm going to be posting some more food content. Um, But that is it. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate every single one of y'all. Again, go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash edit it out for a free 30-day trial of some audiobooks. 
And also, listeners, we will be putting out, I teased it enough, we will be putting out a Patreon soon. We're going to set that up, uh, give some extra content. So look forward to that. Also, um, in in a couple of weeks, we are going to be starting our coverage of Stars P Valley, which is a really, really good show um, about uh, strip club culture in Mississippi. So we're looking for, very much looking forward to that. It's Devin and Jamil's first time watching that. So I'm looking forward to their first impressions of their first season and uh, and and what they're looking forward to moving forward. That act, that show premieres on Stars on uh, on Friday, June 3rd. So uh, look forward to that. But anyway, thank you again for listening. You all have a good evening, and we will talk to you all next week. Peace. Farewell. Bye-bye. This place is so nice. (laughs) This is supposed to be one of the best uh, French places in town. Mm, I did not realize that you were so cultured. (laughs) You're sweet. Uh, My French is pretty good, so uh, I can order for both of us. Oh, well, well, well. Bonjour. Welcome to Chez de la Montembertre. I am your waiter for this evening. My name is Jean-Luc de la Pierre-Renante, but you may call me Jean. Bonjour, Jean. Oh, look at you. If you have any questions about anything at all, I'm more than happy to uh, assist you. Mm-hmm. Jean, I got it. Merci beaucoup. Oh. Oh, très bien. Well, our first special tonight is our poisson du jour. It's a loup de mer bleu en verson served with a plumer verte de cochon de plomonte uh, that is served on a bed of gendarme de filiso au pain and also served with luminette rouge and souffle petit de fierto du pont de grenier. Oh, mm. yum. Our soup today is a bolin moussante with a, just a dash of chantembertre and served with melted pissenton chabartre fleur. Soup. Yeah. Our other seafood today, we have a very nice flintlampon grand de Pont-Savance from the Goutron Mousson Valley in Vesantin. It is served with the side of Colombon Fontaine de la Matin, du Gord, Fromier, Coulomb sauce. Oh, man, it's just, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, God, okay, I'm so glad you said that. I was about to say the same okay, thing. So you would recommend getting the flantampon grand dans petit plan pissevert with the, um, oh, I'm sorry, is the pilorité de pissevert roulant and a heavy fonds en temps sauce? Oh, no, no, no. It's more like a cochon de compte de vange sauce. What do you think? I'm I'm going to defer to him on this one because he knows this stuff way better than I do. Oh, Monsieur? What? What? Um, yeah, we're, we'll, uh, we'll have the sonde, uh, I'm at the, I'm at the, the It's been nice knowing you have a lovely dinner. It insists upon itself.